All right, guys, we're back. Episode 19 today, and we're talking about junk behavior. If you don't know what junk behavior is, we're going to clue you in. But first, a listener review, and it comes from Lindsay. Thank you. It's called Authentic and Genuine. Thank you both for providing such great topics and insight on the podcast. There's just something so great about finding support that you can really trust in. Knowing you are both in the trenches with us parents validates your knowledge and experience. The podcast has been such a great extension of our sessions with Ty, and we are grateful for bonus topics. Keep them coming. Praise hands. All right, we are going to cruise right into our short but sweet podcast today on junk behavior. So during a recent one-on-one parent coaching call, uh, Tyler, you brought up a really great concept called junk behavior, and we've used it in our family, but a lot of times people don't understand what junk behavior is, and I think it's a really great topic to bring to our listeners. So Tyler, what exactly is junk behavior? Okay, cool. So junk behavior refers to any type of behavior outside of the targeted challenging behavior that we're looking to reduce. So most often, these behaviors are unpleasant and even really annoying, but they're not typically considered dangerous or a large enough issue to focus on directly addressing in comparison to other behaviors that are a little bit higher up on our priority list that we're looking to reduce. What would be an example of junk behavior? Junk behavior, I would consider typically taking the form of whining or crying or just any sort of behavior that, you know, is a little bit annoying and typically pretty emotional in general. So you just don't want to address it. You're pretty much ignoring it because it's junk. You don't want to draw attention to it. Yeah, so that is exactly right. And, you know, depending on why the behavior is occurring, that's going to more dictate how you're going to be addressing it. So most junk behavior is coming from the standpoint of your children not necessarily liking what you are telling them to do or what you are asking them to do. So most often that's gonna be uh, escape maintained behavior or any sort of denied access when we kind of refer to those functions. And so that whining and that crying and that emotional response is sometimes expected because if we're telling a kiddo to do something that they don't want to do, they may come across with some of like the, oh, I don't want to, or really, do we have to? And it's those extra little pieces that we would consider the junk behavior. And just to summarize, when Tyler's talking about function of behavior, he's saying escape, maintain behavior. What he's saying is they're just trying to get out of it. They just don't want to do it is what he's saying with that and then what was the other function that you said yeah like a denied access so denied access meaning like you're not letting them do something yep if they're going to ask that they want to um, go outside at eight o'clock at night and it's dark and it's the school night and you're going to tell them no uh, then they're going to have some of that emotional responding and i would consider that to be the junk behavior just ignore it yep so most common then the most the best way for this to happen then and the best way to address that type of behavior is yeah you just ignore it you may restate what you're asking them to do stay calm and be able to then show them um, that hey this is what I mean and it's not going to waver but then don't necessarily get into an ongoing continuous battle or an argument um, about that behavior because ultimately what you say is going to go and then any additional emotional responding is not going to get them what they want so yeah just restate it walk away and move on 
All right, Tyler, so talk to us about an example of how this happens at our house nearly every morning. <laughs> yeah, so a frequent example in our house is most mornings I, I'm up at five and that's when I like to get my morning work in. It's my little sacred time where I can set my schedule for my day, set the attentions with some journaling and get some content writing done. At about 7 a.m., I go into my girls' room, flip the lights on, and it's time for them to wake up to start their morning routine. About 50% of the time, I then get some junk behavior. It's whining, crying, complaining. But, you know, I just walk out of their room right back into the kitchen. It's their expectation that they need to get up and get dressed prior before they leave their room. And before I go any further, this is something that we worked on really hard. It wasn't something that I just expect them to do. We did this by using tools like visual schedules and sticker charts. But now it's a skill that I know they have. And so it's a family expectation that they know how to do this. So after a few minutes, uh, five, 10 minutes, if they still haven't come out, I'll go back into the room and restate my request for them. I'll be like, hey girls, all right, it's time to get your clothes on. If I get any additional junk behavior there, again, just walk right out. I'm not gonna ignore, I'm not gonna pay any attention to that and I'm gonna ignore that stuff because ultimately what I need them to do is to get dressed. I don't need them to get into an argument with me. I don't need them to like getting dressed. I just need them to get dressed. And so all that extra little junk behavior, I just would ignore. Yeah, I think that's a really good example. Just at times, it's really easy to want to feed into the junk behavior. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to eat that. I don't want to. I'm cold. Like, just ignore it. Move on. Okay, sounds good. Walk away. Come back, like Tyler said, five to ten minutes later. Restate what they need to do. You girls need to get dressed and then walk away. After a couple days or even one or two times of ignoring it, likely, right, Tyler, the junk behavior becomes no more. (laughs) Yeah, you just throw it out, right? If it's junk behavior, throw it out, and then it will. It'll it'll just kind of fade away. It will not fade away, however, if we decide to pick battles on it. So if we're going to fight with them on it and we're going to say like, oh, you're not being respectful and you're not listening and all of this stuff, then that behavior is getting attention. So now not only are they getting out of what we asked them to do, but now they're also getting that, that attention in the form of like that negative reprimand attention. And so now you have this extra layer of reinforcement in there that's, that you don't want. And that behavior will tend to stick around a lot longer than you needed to. All right, so in summary, what is junk behavior? So junk behavior is just just that, it's junk. It's stuff that we don't need to pay attention to. It's annoying, it's not pleasant. Yes, maybe someday it'll start to go away and we'll focus on it, but not today. Today we just need to focus on getting the things done that we need to get done and the rest of it can just go away. And what is something that we should do when we come across junk behavior? When we come across junk behavior, just stay calm, stay non-reactive and just be like, all right, and ignore it, right? Place that behavior on extinction. All right. So I hope this short and sweet podcast on junk behavior was informative and helpful for you. Ignore that junk behavior, throw it in the garbage. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye for now. See ya.